Hello, and uh, welcome to back to the Mr. Burgess Math Podcast. Um, it's been a long time, isn't it? It really has been a long time. Um, so uh, it's really nice to have you back. Um, I feel like it's been such a long time since I did a podcast. I've struggled to remember what to do. Um, so welcome along, uh, if this is the first time you're listening, to the Mr. Burgess Math Podcast. Um, welcome back, if you haven't. Um, sorry for that rubbish intro. That was absolute rubbish. Um, but uh, it's great to have you uh, with us this, mor- uh, this morning, this evening, whatever time of day. I've lost track of everything now. Um, my brain is struggling to function. I've realised that at kind of the end of the holidays and kind of... Uh, where are we up to? I was like, what on earth am I doing? And uh, I've got to get... The exciting news is that we're all back at school. So the whole reason for this podcast initially setting up was about lockdown and things. Um, but it's not. We're going back to school. We're going back. So um, it should be the first couple of days back when you get to listen to this. So I uh, hope it's gone well. I um, hope you enjoyed it, um, wherever you are. Um, obviously, if you're not in the UK, then um, you won't have been back at school, or you might have been, or you might have been for ages. I don't know. Um, but um, good luck if you are. Um, but it's just a whole new world of kind of feeling like life's starting to get sort of back to some kind of normality, um, which is just exciting. Um, so I don't know how your summer's been. Um, mine's been really nice, actually, to be honest. Um, since I did a last podcast, it feels like a long time ago, there's been all sorts of things that have happened, results days and end of year and all sorts of different things, exciting things. So I managed to get on holiday, which was exciting. So I managed to get down to Devon and Cornwall. Um, managed to break my finger whilst I was in Devon, um, which is probably not the best thing to have done, but uh, never mind. Um, so yeah, my little finger on my right hand, which makes writing a bit more of a challenge, but uh, we'll go for it. And it's at least it's starting to get a bit better. When I first broke it, trying to write anything was a nightmare. So going back to school and trying to write on a board was always going to be a bit entertaining. So if you have got me this year... Um, good luck um so uh but i'm sure it'll be fine um if not you're going to be getting a lot of uh, word process powerpoints uh so exciting times ahead um but as for done over the summer really so one of the other things i've been doing is trying to you know get my exercise up as i have been all of lockdown trying to keep that going um obviously the injuries from the joe wicks is still a pain and now you know getting injured breaking your hand isn't much better either so uh thankfully gyms and stuff are reopening so i've been for a few swims um which has been rather nice and then um i tried to be, do a bit of walking so i decided that i needed a target or something to aim at so uh i decided there was big national trail nearby so the thames path so i've been trying to walk the thames path so the aim is by the end of this year I don't know whether that's academic or 2020. Um, We'll see how I go. Um, I'm going to try and walk the whole length of the Thames, which sounds ridiculous, Um, especially when I saw a signpost the other day of like source of the Thames 214 miles away, Um, which (laughs) thankfully I've done a bit of that walk. Um, But yeah, it's starting to get quite a challenge on. So I started off uh, just walking from Reading to Henley, which you've never been to Reading, uh, don't um, <laughs> it's not the nicest the place is well it's all right but it's not great um i've just probably slagged off loads of people who listen to reading sorry if you come from reading um but it's not the nicest of bits of the thames if i'm honest uh, well actually i know which are the worst bits of the thames now i've i've walked them um and then uh walked to a lovely place called henley on thames um which is lovely now that sounds a great day i decided to do it in the heat wave not the best idea um so it's really really hot 
and uh, I'm walking along, took my lunch out with me, took some water out, was all, took all the sensible precautions. Um, it was lovely, just starting to drink some water, lovely. Um, decided uh, to watch loads of other people swimming as well um, and decided to actually, do you know what, I fancy to swim as well. So thankfully I'd taken a towel and a pair of uh, swim shorts with me. So I went for a little swim in the Thames, which everyone I've spoken to has been grossed out about. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. It was really nice. It was really lovely. It was really nice and cooling. Um, a bit of open water swimming. It was really nice. And carried on my walk. Um, and then about, uh, with about three miles to go, I realised that I'd actually run out of all liquid water, like cans of pop, anything. Um, and no shops around. So uh, <laughs> that was an interesting kind of three miles of just going, I didn't, don't remember much of the Thames, to be honest. Don't remember much of the walk, just going, I just need water. I just need water. And um, eventually found a um, rather lovely ice cream van and, and was just like, I just need water, like Sprite and ice cream. Just was buying up everything he had to sale, basically, for sale, basically. Um, uh, so I was like, just give me everything. Just give me everything. Um, and so, yeah, thankfully managed to survive that one but apart from that it's been really lovely like little bits of the thames managed to do it with a few different friends as well um and some family so like yeah it's been real nice just like going for a nice little walk walk for sort of about five six miles a day um so that's been the end of my holidays um which is real nice so hopefully you've had similar sort of things just done something you know challenging or something that's a bit more exciting than just sitting around doing nothing, um, which would have killed me. Um, the other thing is I've got into, I know I said this about this on um, a, one of the podcasts, an early podcast. If you want to listen back, please do, please do listen back. But um, one of the early podcasts, I said I'd got into listening to Tailenders um, back in the day. And I, uh, so part of my lockdown routine was to listen to, go out for a walk and listen to an episode of Tailenders back catalogue of the Tailenders podcast. Highly recommend it really fun um definitely worthwhile doing listening to um and i do something about scoring so i started doing a bit of scoring so i've got into scoring like whilst the cricket came back on live i've been doing quite a lot of scoring so uh, i volunteered at school to do a bit of scoring um so yeah cheers for that hopefully um once we actually get well saying that looking at the weather there's not gonna be any cricket anytime soon um but yeah, so I've been scoring along to a lot of the test matches as well. So I've watched a lot of cricket. For someone who didn't really watch cricket up until lockdown, um, I have watched a heck of a lot of cricket in the last kind of couple of months. I think I've watched bits of every test match. The six test matches that have been on over the summer, if you haven't been paying attention to anything cricket-wise. Um, but yeah, that's been exciting. But it's been really exciting to watch live sport and to know that you don't know the answer of what's happening, which has been rather exciting. Um, so, and uh, I'm a massive rugby fan, so I'm a massive Harlequins fan. Um, and to be able to sit there and watch rugby again and get excited, I've been pacing up and down the hall, um, pacing up and down the lounge whilst it's been on. There's, uh, I don't, I'm not a great fan of watching my team on TV. Uh, other games, love it, but otherwise, I'm like, I get really nervous and really like involved too much. I become way much of a fan, and um, so much so that I'm so excited that this weekend. The first experiment is of having a crowd into a rugby game is going to be Harlequins versus Bath. And I'm going. I'm going to an actual live event, um, which is ridiculously exciting that something is actually happening and I can be excited about it. So 
it's it's going to be very very self it's very covid secure as there's the new buzzwords um and very you know friendly you know you've got to wear your mask um which is a whole new thing um and those sort of things and you're not allowed to go to some bits of it and you've got to turn up at a certain time because they're going to get you in at different points so a bit like school really <laughs> like uh, you know you've got staggered entry times like school um so uh yeah it's exciting to actually think that i'm going to go to a stadium in the next kind of week which is incredibly fast and turned around but uh, it's exciting times um so yeah this is exciting bit so if you see me around school and you, uh, then you will see me buzzing um monday i will be absolutely buzzing because you know i don't i've not had anything that exciting in months um in months um but what are we going to do in this series so um hopefully i'm not going to do one every day from now on in because uh it got a bit too much and that kind of was what kind of stopped me really was that i was getting a bit too much uh, a bit too much to do um so we're gonna go for once a week or once a fortnight-ish um so hopefully if you're listening i know some of you i saw on results day some you old year 11s now weird um so uh year 12s um so hopefully you'll tune back in um and uh various people that you've been listening at different points um hopefully it'll be entertaining enough for you so we're going to look at a bit more maths over the next couple of uh, months um just kind of what's going on um any latest updates in maths and um, there's nothing too big today because I, I just thought oh, let's do it a bit of a welcome back um but it's exciting to now i am thinking though like what am i teaching at the moment so um so one of the things that we are teaching is thirds this week so um if you're listening to this and you've got me in year 11 um in 11 rc then you are doing thirds um which is exciting and then we're doing some vectors as well so there'll probably be lots of things about uh thirds and vectors coming up in this podcast um but those of you will be listening to this and going, I don't have you, uh, I live in a different country, etc. So we'll be doing lots of various different bits of maths over this next series, um, just talking through kind of what, what it's about and where it come from and what, why is it important. Um, so that's kind of where we're going in this series, about taking little topics and going where it's about. Um, but one of the bits that we're going to start to think about is some bits of maths that you don't get to hear about in the classroom. Um, and so one of those pieces um, is um, looking at a thing called decision maths. And we've done a little bit of it looking at this in the podcast before. So uh, if you uh, have listened back and you're a regular listener, um, then well done you for listening on, um, then um, one of the things that we've uh, looked at is the Konigsberg Bridge problem. And that's a network problem. So kind of the whole idea about uh, decision maths and kind of how things link up. Um, so the Konigsberg Bridge problem is one of those classical kind of problems. And so what it consists of actually is that you've got nodes, which are dots, and uh, edges, which are lines, which join up the dots. Now, these are called graphs or networks, and you can start to build up different networks. And you can look at the order of each point. So if you look at a node and you draw uh, it, then you can have 
different lines coming off of it. Now, if you draw, say, a pentagon and you join up all the points to each other part of the pentagon, so each vertex, and you put a node on each vertex and you join up to each one, then you'll see that you've got a order four for each vertex because it joins up to four other nodes. It's got an edge to four other places. Now, you can experiment with those and say, well, what about if you've got even numbers, if you've got odd numbers? So have a try draw say a shape and of just some corn uh, some dots and join them up in different ways and then count up the order of each node say how many lines has it got coming from that dot and whether or not it's even or whether or not it's odd now if you've got all even ones so draw some extras in if you need to then you should be able to start at one point and get back to that point without going over any line twice okay that's kind of a theory so try it out so pause this try it out get a bit of paper out scrap bit of paper a bit of a post-it note and draw um you know any number of nodes you want so you could choose three you could choose 20 you could choose five you could choose 11 um, and join up so that they've got an even number of lines coming from every dot on your page and going to another point so like a house would do like anything you want but make sure it's got an, an even number of lines coming from one point to another and that's how it would work and you should be able to then find a route that's going from one place to another with even numbers okay uh, going back to the same place so that same route now why is that important well i've been doing a bit of driving and trying to work out how to get between places Okay, and you're trying to get back to a route that goes back, a circular route that goes back to the same place. So if I'm going out walking, I want to get back to the same place. Now, part of that is that I want to be able to go from A to B and then back to A again, but I'm going to go via different places. And so a circular route is much more exciting, but it means that I can go down every path that I possibly want to go down. So if... I need to have an even number of node, uh, of order for each node for me to be able to do that. But what happens, though, if you've got some odd and some even? And what about if you've got some, well, they're all odd? Can you still do it? So pause it here. Try it out. No, you, you need to pause it. You need to try it. Like, otherwise, it's not going to work. Yeah, I mean, you. yeah, pause it. Yeah. Right. So, paused. Good. Right, now you tried it out? Yeah? Brilliant. So, once you've tried it out, then you should see that you can't do it with odd ones. You end up um, at a different place. Or you can't even do it, and you can't, you've got to go over other ones. If you've got a mix of odd and even, well, if you've got an, an pair of odd ones, then you'll start, if you start at the odd one, and one of the odd ones, and you'll end up at the other odd one. Um, which is amazing. And that's called Euler's Theorem. We've learned about Leonard Euler in this podcast before. Awesome guy. And that is what's called Euler's Theorem. And that is one of the starting points of a thing called decision maths. So hopefully you find that useful. Have a little try. Have a little go over the next couple of days. Because you probably didn't pause this, let's be honest, Jay, and you're probably like, this is hilarious. Um, but pause it. <laughs> or do it. Have a little try. You know, scrap a bit of paper. Have a little go, see how it goes. Um, hope you've enjoyed this part, a little bit of pod, um, and uh, I'll be back uh, next week to uh, do a little bit more maths. Uh, see you soon. Mm-hmm.